Hobby Addict の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addict. And now, here are your anime addicts. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Hobby Addicts. I'm your host, Mitsugi, and we're here for episode 166, July 7th.、And、so、I'm, many. I know, it's getting up there. And I am joined <laughs> by the wonderful Mandy. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing,、uh, I'm doing all right.、Uh, it's hot here today. Is、so. it? Yeah. You know, I'm feeling a little bit. I remember back in the day,、terrible. I used to say, <laughs> not as hot as more I am. Yeah.、But、now it's like never really quite that hot in Colorado.、So. I'm trying to see what the weather is right now. It's 89. And we also have the illustrious Mason. Yes. I can't believe it's July already. It's going by so fast. But yes, it's、mm-hmm. also extremely hot over here in Connecticut. And I'm glad that you no longer have Florida temperature to lord us yeah, over with、uh, sympathy. Well, the, the, the really cool thing about. Being in Colorado is that on any given weekend, I can go, it can be 90 in Denver. And, 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 and albeit 90 feels like a Florida 80, and, you know, but, but I can drive two hours west and go up into the mountains. And when I'm climbing, and if I climb the top of this mountain, I'm, I'm literally like sled, sled riding down this, these mountains on like my ass in the snow、yeah. and ice. And it's like I can go enjoy winter whenever I want. If I want to go sled riding.、Awesome. And it's like, and it's not really that cold up there either, but the ice is like permafrost almost. Like it basically free, like freezes and melts every day. So it's, I don't know, it's pretty neat. Anyway,、um, we, have, we have a jam packed hobby addicts today, actually.、Um, we had the World Cup. So Mason and I both wrote down the World Cup.、Mm. And、uh, Mason wrote down Health Club, which I'm guessing is from the Discord. Well- What、yeah. did I write down? <laughs> <laughs>、mm, games on games on games.、Yep. Games on games. <laughs> We're also going to be talking about a lot of games here. I, I want to just briefly touch on Dragon Quest Builders, too, because I saw a, a trailer that came out that really has me amped up for this game. Awesome. And then, and then, Mason, and then、um, Mason has his health club he wants to discuss. And, and then Mandy has a whole bunch of games here that is just amazing. Like, I, I, Mandy comes up with these games and. I really hope I don't end up buying another one of these. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, and the, summer Steam's, and the Steam Summer Sale is also here. Yeah, that is going、here. on right now. So there's a lot、mm-hmm. to talk about. Let me just touch on Dragon Quest Builders 2 real quick. I'm not going to spend too long about it. it because I'm, it's, it's going to come out next week and, and I'll be playing it and I'll talk about it more. But <clears throat> Dragon Quest Builders 2 has added a lot of features to it. And it's on the PlayStation Network now. You can watch the trailer and you can pre order it or whatever. But. Aside from having just a tremendous character designing system now, before you start, it has four player online co op. And you can play like, over the web with your friends. And like, I'm watching this trailer, and there are like, people, like, you have two, three people building, everyone's building together. You know, they've got in this trailer, you'll have like, three people on the screen that are all like, you and your friends all working on this house together. And it just looks like they've added so much functionality to it. Like, the. The designs you can create are way more elaborate. Like, it looks like they've added hundreds, if not thousands, of extra like, pieces of items that you can, you can create. 
Um, hmm. You can like you, you can now have your dude like sit in a hot tub like like they've added so much to it. And just is one this the trailer from E3 of this year? I will put this trailer in the um, in the okay. in, in our new section on the for the live stream, so you can look gotcha. at it. Gotcha. I think I'm um, watching it right now. It's called "Build Your Fate Together" trailer, and it's. I was just really surprised by it because I didn't realize that this game was going to have such a, an interesting looking multiplayer functionality because the first one really didn't have that. And so okay. it just looks like they've added a lot. And the, oh, and the price tag is now a full sixty dollars for it, but and whereas before I don't think it was. But like interesting. So is the first one you couldn't do any multiplayer? There was no multiplayer in the I first have, game. I haven't followed these games at all, so I don't really know much about them. For people that don't know what Dragon Quest Builders is, think Minecraft. Except it's yeah. I was Dragon gonna say Quest it looks themed. like Minecraft. It's very okay. mind, very Minecrafty, but Dragon Quest themed, and there'll be like a story where you'll have to complete quests. Um, you'll whether they're building buildings or defeating monsters or, or whatever. But like, I'm just impressed by the by the by the multiplayer aspect of it that they've added because it looks like like people people play Minecraft on servers and stuff because they want to build with their friends and they want to play with, a, mm-hmm. with you know handfuls of other people. And you can now do that with Dragon Quest Builders as well. And the first game was really good. So, hmm. anyway. Um, but, uh, Mandy. It looks super cute, though. It is. It's... I'm, I'm watching the trailer as you were talking. Yeah, I was watching yeah. it. And it looks, looks way more, I don't know, sharp looking than Minecraft. Like, they're committed well, to yeah. <laughs> sharing the aesthetic between the two. It's a good, mi- it's a good mix. Yeah, I mean, it, Minecraft it, is very blocky. <laughs> it's cuter than Minecraft, for sure, because it's, you know, it's Dragon Quest, and it's got the slimes and the little bat monsters, and the characters look like they're from Dragon Ball, you know, because they're drunk as the Dragon yeah. Quest. And, but um, I just wanted to touch on that. I'll talk about it more later. But, Mandy, you awesome. have a whole bunch of games here, m- most yeah. of which I've never heard of, so I'm interested to see if how many of these I end up purchasing. <laughs> sorry, I ahead of time. Sorry, um, sorry. So yeah, the summer, the Steam summer sale kicked off um, last month, or I think it was no, I can't remember what day it started. It started sometime last month though. I think towards the end, and I think it's over in just a couple days actually. Um, but uh, for the price of like a normal game, I got a bunch of little games, and I'm very excited to play all of them. I haven't touched all of them yet. Uh, down the list, I did get Celeste. Haven't played it yet, though. Oh, it's um, so good. It's so I know. good. I'm a big I fan of that I was planning on getting it for the Switch, but then it was so cheap on this sale, I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna spend, you know, less money on Steam. I'll be honest, but, big fan of Celeste. I feel like the controls of the Switch are just not precise enough for oh, what okay. you need out of that game, so I think you made the right choice. Oh, awesome. Um, so I got Celeste. I haven't played it yet, though. I got Seventh Sector, which I haven't played yet. I also got Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, uh, but I haven't played that yet, and Kathy Rain, which is like a detective game, which I haven't played. But the other ones that I did get, that I put, did play, were, uh, there's one called Unheard, and this one is a detective puzzle game that, by, uh, Next Studios, hmm. and it came recommended as a fan of, um, oh, what is the game that I'm trying to think of? Return of the Oberdin. It's similar to that where you are taking place in some kind of test to create this thing called an acoustic detective, 
where uh, you get to listen to recordings and you get to move your little character. Like it's like a top down uh, view of a map and you get to move your little character from uh, room to room and listen to recordings of people talking. And then it gives you a list of questions to answer at the end. You have to figure out uh, who did what and who each person is. So like okay. the second one that I did was a lot longer than the first one. The first one was basically just tutorial and it was very easy to figure out. Sure. But the second one uh, is like who stole this famous painting during this art gallery. Lupin. And so, <laughs> yeah, it was Lupin. <laughs> Problem solved. But uh, <laughs> Case closed. Uh, yeah, case closed. So you get to see like these little blips on the map of where audio is coming from and you can click on those and you can put in different names and so you have to figure out what the name of each of those people are and by walking around hearing them talk to others and you, you know occasionally they'll go oh hey mike or something then you're like oh, okay that guy's mike so i'll put that next to his name and then you play through the video and then you can rewind it and go back and play it through it again and each room as you follow characters around you'll hear other parts of the story and hear um like conversations going on about what happened but it's a little bit harder where you have to really pay attention it's kind of like uh return of the oberden where you have to be very observant because for example there's um in the painting one not to give away spoilers on what the answer is but there is a part where somebody bumps into somebody else and something gets passed from one person to another to another person but you don't really hear like oh yeah i just swiped this from that guy no you have to kind of put two and two together that that's what happened and so at the end you get to put in like i think um who stole the painting first is this person and who has the painting now is this person and it'll tell you after you put in the names whether you're right or wrong so it's like, if you're wrong you just get to try it again is it like clue <laughs> um so you a like, lot harder than clue but i but, but i mean but i mean you know what i mean like it's you have to Sort of but say, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah, who did it, where, etc. I'm looking at them, looking at the maps of the game, and there's some videos yeah. here online. It definitely, but they really do make a lot of unique looking games nowadays. That's what I'll, is all I'll say. Yeah. So this one's, I don't know, it's been really hard for me actually so far. The first one was so easy that I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a breeze. I'm kind of disappointed. Then the second one, I was like. Oh, there's a lot of people here that I have to follow around. And I have to take notes on each and every person. Like, this person said this. This person's calling this person. Okay, where? Who is getting that phone call? I have to go find that person. And yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've only done three, and I think there's five puzzles altogether. But they're get they get a lot longer as you go along. Like the third one was about um, a prison bombing and you have to follow all of these people around i think there's one two three four five six i'm looking at the picture right now 12 people all together that you have to follow around and keep tabs on each and every one of their conversations it definitely so, seems it, it seems um very much like an intellectual game because at least from what i'm seeing the yes. gameplay is kind of minimal i, th I mean I'm, I'm like i'm watching this video and there's like a 15 minute recording that's being played and he's watching yes. people move around and room to room, and it, it really looks like a sort of intellectual type type experience, yes, and not one, not the kind of thing you're playing for the graphics or the action or anything like that. Correct. So. Yeah, it's very much a puzzle game, a detective puzzle game. But it is, I for me, I really love puzzle games, so I'm having fun with it, and I'm probably gonna finish that before I finish any of the other games on my list. I mean, um, it looks really cool, and 
right now it's like 489 on with the yes. sale but even then like so the sale ends on July 9th. So even if yes, couple days. you've already missed this, it's normally only like retail for seven bucks. Mm-hmm. So at that price, would you still recommend it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, there you go. Um, S- sale th- be damned. Good games. <laughs> win. How I with think the sale? there's only. F- yeah, I think there's only five puzzles. I could be wrong, but I think I read there's only five of them. And even then, they they're so long that I I would still recommend it. All right. Um, well, that looks cool. That's a very Mandy game, I'll say. It's very, yes, like, detective. It is. Yeah. But we like uh, that about Another you. game... Oh, sorry. Uh, another game that I played, which is on sale for $10 right now, and this is a really good sale because normally it's 30 Wow. It's uh, Ken Follett's The Pillars of Earth. And The Pillars of Earth is based... It, the game is based off of a Ken Follett novel, and it's a point-and-click adventure game set in 12th century England. And it's very story-rich, and it's one of those games where choices matter, where making certain decisions will lead characters to their death. And, but there are ways to prevent it, and it can completely change the story. Um, this one is... Uh, it's story... It's, it's about... It surrounds the building of this grand cathedral. And... You go from point of view from different characters. So when you're first starting out, you're um, on the point of view of this mason. And he is currently... Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah a, a mason. <laughs> Not, you know, the, the kind of build shit. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but, um, and he is in a forest during really harsh winter times with his family, with his wife and two children but his wife is pregnant and she can't really move any longer they're traveling from place to place because he's looking for work he's having trouble finding somebody who needs a mason and so uh they stop and during discussions like like they're talking about their situation his wife ends up going into labor and then she passes away during labor but now he has his infant child and so then after that, you go to a different point of view, and now you're going off the point of view of a monk who is at this monastery that, or this grand cathedral that was just built, and he's finding out there's a bunch of political intrigue going on there, and he ends up in possession of a letter um, that is telling him that this uh, war is about to start, this big war, and he's trying to decide who to give it to, and his brother is telling him to go give it to somebody else, and then you kind of get the hint that maybe his brother is trying to get him in trouble (laughs) so there's a lot of political intrigue going on you have to really pay attention to what people are saying and you get to decide what you want to do and then there's another uh, point of view of this mother and her child and her child is um he looks kind of like a redheaded young thorfinn from (laughs) vinland saga Saga. we're just gonna see vinland saga and everything now yeah, he's so cute. I love this kid because he's so, um, uh, he's not like a brat, but he's still like a smart ass. <laughs> and I really like him though. And they're wild. Like they only live in the forest and they don't trust people. And they come across the other family. And so as you're going along, all of these stories start intersecting and coming together and seeing like where it leads and i'm only on chapter four 
And as far as I know, this is a very long game. So I'm very excited to see what happens. And to my knowledge so far, I don't know how much the story will change depending on what um, choices you make. So I don't know if a character dies, if that's going to be like a massive deal or if it's going to end up being like the... Um, uh, what were the Walking Dead games? Oh, the... um. Oh my goodness. Yeah, why is my brain dead are you, are you, right now? Are you talking about the company? Yes. Oh my god. My brain just died and I can't even... Uh, let me... Because it's going to drive me crazy. Telltale. Walking... Telltale, thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's going to end up being like a Telltale game where it makes no matter... Like, no difference whatsoever. But... Well, ho- yeah, hopefully not. because I'm, I'm really seem, enjoying it. That doesn't seem as much fun. You know, the I'm looking at photos of this and the design aesthetic is beautiful. Like, the game is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. It's so, yeah, so it gorgeous. looks like... It looks like a really well done comic book almost. Um, the sceneries are really gorgeous. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. It, I'm loving it so far. Even the voice acting is fantastic. It seems like a steal so, for ten dollars. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, and apparently, Ken Follett's book is really popular, and I had no idea it existed. <laughs> I mean, I was watching the trailer, and it looks like they put a lot of attention into making each character like very expressive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, for a game where it's all about reading that emotion, it seems, like, essential, so. Yeah, and apparently it goes into, like, church versus state and brother versus brother. So I know there's a giant war coming, and right now it starts off kind of slow, but where I'm getting to, it things are really starting to ramp up, and I'm really excited to see what happens. But, um... All right. Yeah, the other game, I don't have much to say right now because I have only played two hours of it, so I'm not deep enough into it yet to know everything that's going on, but I've been playing Plague Tales. And let me see how much this is right now because I forgot how much it was. I'm looking this up. It's on sale for $33, and it is normally $45, so... A little bit of a discount. I think it's like 25%-ish. Like yeah, it's 25%. Yeah, but um, it's... I I would say that this game is absolutely gorgeous yep. so far. Yep. So there is a high chance that this is definitely worth the price tag it is, already. It looks gorgeous, yeah. I mean, the, the images are stunning. So yeah. I've heard about this game before this little podcast, which is a testament to, despite how somewhat indie it is, how... Oh, was it at widespread it's gotten i mean it was mm-hmm. a, it, yeah. it was at e3 so i mean it got some exposure correct yeah um so yeah this one is by a sobo studio which mm-hmm. i've never heard of before um but apparently they've done little like disney games before this which is really surprising because this game is so dark so far <laughs> they've done garfield the tale of two kitties ratatouille wally up toy story 3 Monopoly Plus, <laughs> Disneyland Adventure. Yeah. And Plague Tale. And then, like, and then this uh, brutal <laughs> game where rats just devour your enemies. The, the, yeah. the hell with this kitty shit. They do like a complete one. Right? They just snapped. They're, they just like, snapped. They snapped. they're in their rebellious stage. Yeah. You want Ratatouille? How about, how about we have rats eat people? There we oh, go. Oh, shit. You bastards. Uh, so yeah, I'm only two hours into it so far, but it is going. It seems like it's going to be a very brutal story, and it right now it is very heavily focused on stealth, and mm. but I don't know how if, if that's going to be the entire game or if just the introduction because the introduction is very tense. Like 
I haven't played a game so like in a while that made me that tense of, oh shit, I need to run like right now. <laughs> but um, it, it, I don't know. It's it's scripted in a way where it's very easy to figure out, so it's not frustrating. Like um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like the game Amnesia, the horror game, it's not stressful like that where it's like, oh, I'm so tired of these monsters coming after me. It's not that. It's very, it's scripted in a way where it does feel tense, but also it's very clear where you have to go. And you, um, it starts off with this girl who is hunting with her father in the forest, and then you're hunting a boar, and then your hunting dog ends up getting pulled into the earth by some creature. You're freaking out, like, what the hell was that? So you go back to your um, house, and apparently your mother... You have a little brother, and your mother has been hiding him. Won't let anybody see him, because apparently he was born with some illness, and she is trying to find a way to cure him. And then when you rush home to tell your mother about what happened in the forest, all of a sudden the Inquisition is on your doorstep, and they're trying to find this child. And then... Your mother helps you and your brother escape, and it's very tense of, like, trying to throw rocks to make distractions to get around guards, throwing pots, and sneaking through, like, uh, grass. Um, and then towards the end of that stage, your mother does end up getting murdered as well, both your mother and your father. But your little brother, it's really sad because your little brother is, like... Uh, you're basically lying to him. <laughs> like He's like, I want to go back and see mom. She's like, we have to do this first. So Your mama's dead. Yeah, exactly. She hasn't told him of what their fate was. So she's been lying to him so far. <laughs> and uh, so, but everywhere you go, people are always trying to hunt you down. Like they try to go to a different village and they're burning people because there's some... Um, plague in this area and so they're even burning people alive and they have all of these doors that are crossed out of like dead people inside and or you know infected people don't go in there and then so you're running with your little brother throughout all of these places because apparently everyone knows that the inquisition is looking for you and that's only as far as i've got so far is that i finally reached a spot where i can rest at this house with this little old lady who lets you in but her door was marked off as being infected so I'm curious to see what happens with that because I don't know if it's like con some kind of conspiracy going on or what but it's there are hints that there's something fantasy going on it's not just the black plague there's like Mason said there are hordes of rats that like apparently pull down a dog into a hole I've which, seen it I mean, that it, doesn't it looks great yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, I'm watching. So, the, yeah, um, there's a lot of the pictures online that you look up. It just have like oceans of rats just running yeah. around everywhere. So I'm curious to see what that's all about. But it looks like so far, um, you get the option to upgrade your slingshot. So I don't know what is going to happen with that because so far I've only been able to hunt with it. So I don't know if I'm going to eventually get to a spot where I can fight back. But so far, it looks like it's very heavily depending on stealth. Have you ever but seen? That's have, all you, I have. have you ever seen the movie Ben? Ben. It's an old, it's an old horror so. movie where like rats eat rats, kill people. I don't think so. And ben is like the leader. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just thought of that. Wait, have I? That sounds familiar. Let me look up. It's an old. It's an old like '80s series, like an old horror series. 
Wow. Well, no, every... I don't think I have. Actually. <laughs> Sorry, never heard of it. <laughs> I think I have escaped this this round of games, Mandy, for now without buying anything. Mm. But by um, next time, but next yeah. time would be Celeste. But I think Pillars of the Earth looked uh, looked looked tempting. So yeah, it's a it's really good so far. I'm probably going to finish Unheard, then I'll probably finish Pillars, and then I'm probably going to Plague a bit more. All right, Mason. That's me. What dost thou have? Uh, we can talk about the, the World Cup. Let's do it. Let's discuss down. it. So, uh, yeah, the U.S. played the Netherlands today in the 2019 Women's World Cup, and it was a pretty good game. It was really fun to watch, I thought. It was an ass-whooping. It was... Indeed. It was weird, because, like, if you look at the stats, like, the possession for each team is almost 50-50. It's like yeah. 54% mm-hmm. for America and like 46 for Netherlands. But the stats you posted about like the actual like shots on goal, it was overwhelmingly in the US's favor. Yeah, Netherlands didn't even get their first shot on goal until like the 85th minute or so. I mean, <laughs> their first pretty, and only shot. Yeah, it was pretty late and and honestly, like in the first half, you know, they went into halftime 0-0 and in the first half there were a few opportunities by the US where I think they could have one I mean, there were a couple of times where the ball, I mean, it sh- it it very well could have and should have been a goal. Like one of them ricocheted off the goalkeeper's hip. Like she wasn't even even in position to save it. She just got lucky and it happened to hit her in the hip. One save, the- save, but yeah, I know what you're saying. There was a couple where it redirected and hit a like a post or something yeah there was one where the ball was kind of spinning really hard and it hit the post instead of and and it could have gone in and the goalkeeper wasn't was sort of in position for that one but in a way also not because it had the ball been another like four inches to the to the right you know probably would have gone in and uh i'm happy so like some good pushbacks by netherland were like they kept us on our toes but overall like it was a fun game but the u.s were clearly more dominant yeah, I mean, I heard people saying that that the Netherlands might not even have really, like, they were sort of a dark horse to even be in the final. Like, they were shocked that they were even there, sort of. So Yeah. But, I mean, they won enough games to do it, which is, you know, that's how you prove yourself, so. Yeah. You never, you never know. I mean, I'm just glad that we didn't end up winning just from a penalty kick. Oh, yeah. Because well, that would have been, that would have felt cheap. As a non-soccer fan, penalty kicks just feel dirty to me they don't feel clean what was the uh rose lavelle my her goal was was just was just tremendous right from the top of the uh 18 yard box with with her her left foot just like just rocketed that thing in there and then got totally wiped out by two defenders but you know (laughs) by the time she hit the ground she knew she already had scored so she was kind of already in mid her in the middle of her excitement but it was a great shot you're and you're right about that but i mean like I mean, it is what it is. Like you can't, you you can't go for a ball by sticking your foot five feet into the air and like you know nearly kicking another player in the face. That's a penalty. Like I mean, they're professionals. They ought to know better. Yeah, so. I, I don't disagree. I'm just glad that we got the second goal just a couple minutes later to be like, this wasn't a fluke. We're putting this thing away for real. Well, and it was. It's a good game. And uh, and thank God for the replay because the referee was horrendous. I mean, no, she was not calling that penalty at first. She didn't. She wasn't calling that penalty. 
There was a penalty where one of the U.S. players, like, literally got her face split open, and there was just, like, blood running down her face, and she's, like, crawling around on her hands and knees, and the referee's just totally ignoring oh the fact God. that she's down. <laughs> and, like, Damn. They, they should have called the penalty. They should have stopped the time immediately for medical help. But, like, the player's literally crawling on her hands and feet and had to, like, raise her arm up, reach out to the, to the referee to tell her to stop, the, stop it. Meanwhile, the Netherlands is trying to score. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, first of all, you didn't call a foul. And this player obviously was fouled because there's blood running down her face. Yeah. So something happened. Hmm. And then to just like ignore her while she's like crawling around on her hands and knees. I mean, and concussed. I think they said maybe. So somebody got concussed. But like, the referee was was horrendous. I don't I don't know what the hell they were what the hell she was doing. It was very frustrating. Yeah, I don't disagree. But luckily, at the end of the day, it didn't interfere with the results. So it was still a good game, and hopefully. No, it helps inspire that next generation, that next wave of soccer enthusiasm in the U.S. because our men's team isn't doing anything about that. Well, I think that Alex Morgan will stick around for another go because she's only in like her late 20s, so she should be able to hang around. Megan Rapinoe, Rapino or whatever, however you say it, she's mm-hmm. pretty much. I think she's pretty much done because she'll be 30. I mean, this is this is a good way to retire. Good way to go out. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. But she'll be like 38 the next time it comes around, and that's way too late to be playing, probably. So, um, but yeah, they got four years to figure it out, and uh, it is like I don't know. It seemed like the no one really even put up a fight against the U.S. Like I, I feel like this year at least we were so far ahead of everybody else that, from what I can tell, there were no games the entire time that were ever in doubt. That's a fair statement. I yeah. think I, I guess I would agree with that. So it's just, um, it's nice that we're so good, but it's also kind of, um, you know, for the competitiveness of the sport, I wish, uh, it would have been nice to have like, you know, some tense moments, I think, but I think, I think our big game was against England. Like that was a big victory. So that was like, you want to see that in the final, but at least we still got, that was a good game at least. I was really glad I got to watch this one because, you know, they've been coming on they've been coming on at like eleven o'clock or one o'clock in the afternoon and I'm always at work and mm-hmm. I, and for some reason there's no illegal feeds online for these. At least not that I could find. Um, otherwise I would just would have just watched them at my desk at work. But <laughs> I didn't I hadn't really gotten despite having followed the stats of pretty much the entire tournament, I never really was able to watch, you know, one of the US games. So gotcha. I was happy to get to catch the final and even even at the nice. weird the weird time of nine AM on a Sunday that it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like eleven oh well, yeah, eleven East Coast time. Yeah, nine was... mountain time. Yeah, well, they were playing so another... in, playing in Lyon, France. Yeah, another side thing that I was watching, because I watched this at the gym and I thought it was interesting was the US women's softball team was playing Japan's softball team. Oh, that's cool. And the Japanese team, all their players, they were wearing the the knee high like baseball socks, this but they so- were wearing shorts. Is this softball? Yes. Okay. They were wearing like basketball athletic shorts, so like they weren't wearing like the typical baseball softball uniform of like the longer pants, you know. Hmm. And I thought that was incredibly odd. Like they're going, they're running around sliding. Yeah, with, with like. That- and they weren't even like the tight like football esque pants. Like they were just like basketball shorts they got out of like a high school locker. And I thought oh, that was weird. a very odd get up. And I, How do I find photos? If you of have this? ever seen that, 
Uh, I'm just trying to find photos of it. USA versus Japan softball. I don't know. They they played literally at the same time as the women's soccer I team, and I've it was Nas just bites. a very odd look. Naspas, no, I don't know this. I think this is an old one. Hmm. Well, I can uh, find a link in the, find for a picture, the live stream. Yeah, if, if, if you find a picture, I'd like to see it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about like the attire that people wear for sports, like baseball, because I just don't really follow baseball all that much. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely don't follow follow softball. So, but um, I don't know. I guess so long as you're mobile enough and protected enough to to be able to play the sport. I mean. Whatevs. I'm going to put this in our war room. Is this it? As soon as I can pull it up. Yeah, it's a tiny picture, picture, though. Is that it? That mm. was like the U.S. outfits. They're wearing but they were wearing stuff. like long ones. So, oh, they were shorter yes. than those? Well, no. Like I meant like the U.S. was wearing like classic baseball-esque you know, long pants. Mm-hmm. The ones that go like are tight and go down to the knees. And the Japanese team was wearing something like you posted where it's just regular shorts. Not these pictures. Yeah, these, um, the picture that Manny posted are definitely not to the knee, but yeah, I don't know. But same concept where I've never seen that in softball. How about this health club that you have written down here? What's this about? Yeah, well, I was just hoping to get Mandy's feedback because we started in the Discord the, uh, a little health club inspired by the, uh, how, how much are the dumbbells you lift anime that just started yeah which is a great show <laughs> I love the first it is episode. a fun show and you know yeah. they, in the show it tells you here's how you bench press here's how you squat so yeah that's at least the workout portion of the the first week of this little club that we're trying to put together and I don't What's know. with the flossing, I just, though? On the document, you have track your meals. I and mean, you gotta, you gotta be healthy. <laughs> the men, your dentals and your the health of your mouth is like critical and like representative of the health of your entire body. Yeah, I mean, and I floss. I floss every single night, so I haven't missed a night. As probably, you should, probably in years. Well, you're good then. <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. Just like you're uh, you're lifting already. You know, it's easy to implement these changes to your. I just wasn't sure if the, if the anime had a whole segment on flossing, because I haven't uh, seen it. It should. should. <laughs> I think mean, this is a Monogatari series, but... <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and if it did, you know, there's a whole week here in between episodes, so why didn't you put seven spots for flossing? You only required four. You know... So what's I'm, the deal with that, huh? I hmm? don't want this to seem four too is better imposing. Than zero. <laughs> exactly. This we're baby steps. This how is, is designed flossing for people... Every, how is flossing every night for a week imposing? Come on, people. No, people, there's there's big goals. We've got to ease them into it. I can't immediately <laughs> drop. Ah, you got to be doing oh my five, two-hour workouts each morning and night. No, I have to no, buy a okay. whole roll of floss? What? <laughs> I've just been using a... my shoelaces. Come on. Yeah. I had to spend a net 10 minutes a week flossing as opposed to six minutes? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> same same way that the uh, the other goal is to only track your your calories over three meals as opposed to uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think will become more critical later in the show. I'm trying to see into the future where, you know, right now, you know, the show, whenever this main character eats anything, it flashes like the calories on now, the screen. Now, is it more about the calories or is it or is it about tracking your macros? Because because the calories don't matter all that much. 
Well, in, at, in the big umbrella term, the calories are what matter. But once you get into like serious training, you'd want to make sure you're meeting your macronutrient requirements, which is like protein, fat and carbs. Yeah, I just wasn't sure but, if like if like for the health club you wanted to, you wanted to, people to track their macros or if they were just like, you know, popping a popping bagel bagel bites into the into the microwave. It's like, oh, bagel bites, four hundred calories. <laughs> I had one bagel bite and two bagel bites. That's just and like the three show. Bagel bite. Yeah. No, I, I figure once the show gets into like how and why to track, we'll get into it. But right now, I just want people to get into the habit of like. You know, either writing it down or just logging just quantities looking. of stuff and just being more aware. You know? Yeah, because there's so many people who just eat and don't even realize what they're eating. I mean, right now, I would guess half of the people in the club are like new to. I am lifting and stuff, and the other half have been like, "Oh, I've been doing this forever. Like, this is. Do I only have to do this?" And it's like, no. If, if you're already doing something, keep on at it. But as someone who is new to the program, uh, you squatted twice already? <laughs> yeah, I did. And how did okay. it go, Mandy? So, go, Mandy. Um, this is that feedback I want. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, bouncing off of this, I wanted to talk a, a tiny bit about my own health because um, I'm very proud of myself right now because when I first went to the doctor back earlier this year, I couldn't do anything. I was only at 40% of my lung, lung function, capacity which is incredibly low like yeah. 35 they start looking at lung transplants i was in a critical area and i could barely walk up the stairs i didn't do any exercise because i couldn't it was painful and uh like it wouldn't have taken much to make my lungs bleed but uh after medication and working really hard with that and staying on top of it and doing my pick line treatments and doing other antibiotics i am now back up to 60 percent, oh, which shit. is fucking fantastic that's so good i can <laughs> finally boys. breathe you have 40 percent of one lung back yeah exactly holy shit <laughs> but um which blew my doctor away she was she's very proud of me um right now for a CF patient over 30, I'm at the normal point right now. She's like, that you're right there. You went from 40%, a very critical area, all the way up to 60. It's fantastic. Oh, shit. So are you, are you, now still, are you still taking that medicine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be for the rest of my life. So the medicine, <laughs> I mean, maybe the medicine's really helping. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely, that's part of it. Um, it's a giant collaboration of a bunch of different medications that I'm taking, but... Uh, so yeah, now that I'm at the point where I can breathe and I have more energy, I am trying to f get some exercise and build my strength back up. Because oh, it's weird because like my arms are fine because I use, um, you know, I'm, I'm used to shooting a bow, but I, I'm not really strong. <laughs> I use like a 20 pound bow, but I'm not really weak in my arms, but my legs are terrible. It's all that I, hardcore gaming. Yeah. It's all, yeah, that, yeah. It's all the, you know, all the twitch movements. The yeah. fast twitch muscles are like literally world class. Yeah. <laughs> but my legs are really weak. And so when Mason started up this challenge, I got really excited because I was like, all right, now that everyone else is motivated, I'm going to be motivated to keep up with it. Let's do this shit. But yeah, I'm 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 a baby. <laughs> That's fine. I'm basically a baby. And but I do I did have two 10 pound weights at home. Um, I need to actually look into finding a gym near me. I don't have one right now, but I do have a bike that I use. Um, 
sit down bike, you know, just the exercise bike. Yeah, stationary uh, bike. Yeah, and I have two 10 pound weights that I was using, kind of trying to combine them into like a bar. <laughs> but uh, I did squats and I did the squats and I did the, uh, uh, you know, the weight um, lifts. And yeah, it, my legs are very sore. <laughs> my Excellent. butt is uh, a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Grow that booty. I'm working on it. I'm working on this strengthening is, up the butt. This is a great way for you to build momentum off of your success with your lung capacity. So yeah, I'm I would excited. definitely stick with it. You know, I mean, who knows? Who knows how much more improvement you could make? You know, that's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, building up muscle, I could possibly make my lung functions even better. So we'll see. I, I mean, the this group essentially just went active and just kicked off, like. A couple days ago, and yeah, we got. I, I haven't made a bunch of fanfare in our group, but we've already got like thirteen <laughs> to fifteen people like awesome. signed up and like chugging away at it. So, I think once we like make a proper announcement on the podcast, and yeah, more people get hyped about it, it'll it'll be well. Yeah. Goals and, uh, for week two: buy five pounds of whey protein, glutamine, creatine, <laughs> a uh, oh, damn. get a baseline oh, no. blood work, and buy a food scale. No, we're getting them on that GoMad diet. Oh God! Which is, uh, <laughs> if you don't know, that's a gallon Why? of milk a day diet. That, that's oh like, no, that's gross. <laughs> that's like what you would do I if you're like. That. That's like what you would do if you're the hardest gainer ever. That's what you do when you're like 150 pounds and you want to play football the next year, <laughs> and <laughs> you just need yeah. to beef up. Yeah. Uh, no, we will not be doing that. It will be. Uh, lifts that they explain in the next episode with some. Just you know, it's baby steps, but we're gonna. I know, I know. I'm we're kidding. gonna progress to something more capable, and I'm I think kidding. especially once people start like posting pictures of the gyms that they're working out at, or like lift form checks, like I think it'll be a fun little time. Although, I, while I am kidding, I do. I would encourage um, basic supplements like whey protein is not having having the proper level of protein intake to, to build muscle is not a bad thing, and can taste pretty damn good too. So it can. It can I, I definitely really think good. the end of the first episode like hinted that like the the ability oh, to yeah. eat is going to like be a factor and hopefully they get to that in the show so we can start incorporating basic nutritional knowledge into this program because uh, like it don't overwhelm but it's that's so much of what it means to be healthy is what you eat so oh yeah not I to be neglected. Say, I love I love educational and motivational anime. They might be some of my favorites. <laughs> I just ate four slices of pizza with, with a sriracha on top of it. Is that healthy? Uh, yeah, if it meets your macros, my dude. <laughs> I'm actually not counting macros right now, but I am um, going to be starting in a couple weeks again. I mean, I went, I went, I went through a, it. It took me six months of eating like was like four thousand three hundred calories a day just to get just to gain like the 18 pounds and the, that i gained and, mm-hmm. I, and then i and then i went through a cut and like after a year of doing all that bullshit of like major of like weighing everything i ate i haven't done it for our, probably a couple months now but i'm gonna get back and do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do, maybe, I'm gonna do, maybe I'm, we should didn't do a mini bulk maybe we should do a bonus category in the challenge and say uh climb a 14,000 foot mountain. Doing that next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very Just nice. Just for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that next weekend. 
don't get too tired of them because one of these uh, weekends I'm going to come out and visit and uh, climb it with you. And Dude, I don't want to awesome, get there and man. you're going to be like, I'm all out of mountains, man. Listen, I did them all. <laughs> what listen, do you want? You can't get tired of, of <laughs> sliding down a mountain slope at 14,000 feet on your ass. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, you can't do that anywhere else. So, yeah, it's exhilarating. So, you can't really get tired of it. So, all right. Well, well I'm sure we're going to talk about the health club again on the main episode just so people are aware of it. Um, mm-hmm. We're pretty much at time now, so I'm going to go ahead and play us out. But uh, we covered some good stuff today. Man, we, we're always getting into some stuff. Hell yeah. We're Hell yeah. All kinds of games. I like it. <laughs> Andy's all amped up. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning into Hobby Addicts. I appreciate all of you, and we'll see you on the main podcast. Until then, uh, get a hobby. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Cheerio. Sure,